Welcome to Colonial Church's Deep Dive series. These sessions are meant to act as a companion to our messages, where we speak to our pastors about what went into the creation of the messages, flesh out some of the larger points, and get insight into what they hope some of the takeaways are, while also getting a preview of what's to come. If you haven't already listened to the companion message, we highly recommend doing so beforehand. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy these and grow in them. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Deep Dive. Chris here. I'm really excited about this one because this is actually the first deep dive of 2020. Come on. Which is pretty awesome. Uh, First deep dive of the new decade, actually. The last (laughs) deep dive was ending the decade. Now we're starting a new decade. Wow. Which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, with me today, of course, is Maddie and Tommy. Hey, say what's up, guys. Hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. We're we're just increasing the haze. Yeah. New decade, we're adding a third hey. (laughs) Hashtag hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Awesome. Today, we actually started a new series here in church, Proximity. Pastor Matt, tell us all about proximity. What is this message about? Yes, proximity is my word for 2020. Um, I feel like God's given me this word that 2020 is going to be a year of proximity, a year of uh, close proximity, drawing near, getting closer to God. Um, comes from Psalm 73, which um, is a really meaningful psalm for me. Um, sort of like one of those bedrock scriptures that, um, you know, carry you through like a tough season. Um, and it was almost like I just sort of, you know, in in prayer and time with God, it just, you know, he, he just reminded me of that Psalm. And then I went back to it and I was like, wow, you know, that is, that is it. Like that is, that is the goal for this year. Um, and that's how I sort of, I feel like he sort of spoken into my spirit but it says in verse 27 of Psalm 23, it says, For behold, those who are far from you shall perish, but you put an end to everyone who is unfaithful to you. But for me, it is good to be near God. And that word near is sort of like the basis for that, the, the serious proximity. It says, I have made the Lord God my refuge that I may tell of all your works. So yeah, year of proximity, year of uh, drawing closer to God and believing that will be the case for our church and all our people and so we're starting a series that way that's awesome i'm trying to remember back at the beginning of 2019 um did the message coincide with the word you were given for 2019 as well is that was something you're trying to do kind of intentionally or was this kind of a new thing yeah i think i did do it last year as well i can't remember all right tommy do you remember no. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was because yeah. I do remember talking about it. Yeah. I think it might have actually been more faith declarations for 2019. Definitely did those. Yeah, because I remember, we were, I mean, we knew 2019 was going to be a year of like changes for our church as far as yeah. things were going. Yeah. Um, so I do remember that. But it is interesting. I love the fact that this message series coincides with basically, the, like you said, the word for the year for us. And uh, I think there's something really powerful in that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It kind of reminded me of um, Pee Wee's Playhouse back in the day when it was like word of the day and everybody screams, you know, it's like every time we say proximity, everybody's like, yay. You know? Like a Sesame Street reference yeah, yeah. or something 100%. Like we could probably do that. We could send out like a social media post. Like every time you hear proximity, yell. Yeah. There was this weird show that um, I grew up watching in Australia. And if there's any Aussies who are listening to this, you'll, you'll know it. It's called Mr. Squiggle. <laughs> 
And um, <laughs> random fun fact, <laughs> this show I watched every single day. And it was this weird like puppet that drew like words and stuff like that. It was like totally like a something that like Jack and Charlie or August would watch now. Yeah, yeah. And um, those and, are our children, by the way. Yeah, they're, they're our kids. <laughs> and, um, and he would just draw them out, and it was like the word of the day. You know, oh, like yeah. that's the word. So um, never anything is like complicated or as hard as proximity, but no. Milk. And I struggle to spell that one every time I'm taking yeah. notes today. <laughs> Colors. Proximity. Where does the X and the I go? <laughs> yeah. It's a good word. That like brings up a it doesn't really tie in necessarily to what we were like talking about today, but what's the difference between like a word of the day and then like actually receiving a word? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like I have a lot of goals, I guess, or things that would make twenty twenty pretty awesome, but like receiving a word is different. Something mm-hmm. about that's different. Like, can we talk about that for a bit? Yeah, I think kind of it's it's basically the same thing, which is, you know, it seems like God's just trying to speak to you. And sometimes that comes through someone delivering like a word, which they feel like God wants to, to deliver. Mm-hmm. And that's prophecy um, or a word of knowledge. Um, and then there's sort of like, you know, like I sort of feel like God has sort of spoken to me and told me this is a year of proximity. So I'd sort of give them equal weight so to speak you know yeah. um, when someone gives you a word I think it's really cool it's kind of a cool opportunity and, and obviously it always needs to build up and line up with God's word when someone does that but um, but still it's just God speaking you know we're, we're a church as well that just believes that God still speaks mm-hmm. you yeah. know and, yeah. and he wants to speak to his people so yeah I thought it was really interesting um, with this message in particular which is kind of introducing the proximity series you brought up this idea and it's one of those ideas and this happens time and time again, I feel like in faith where something really, really simple is actually really, really profound. Like it kind of changes the way you look at it. And Mm -hmm. at this point it was the idea when you said like our faith is nothing but a series of invitations and responses. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, that sums up everything all in one simple night. Nice little tight package. Um, Could you maybe talk about that idea a little bit more, this idea of invitations and responses? Yeah, um, so it was in point two of the message today, and that was sort of about how, like, you know, this invitation that that James, in the book of James, in uh, James chapter 4, and verse 8, James says, um, or writes, um, draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. So I sort of broke it down and I was like, okay, well, in one sense, it's an invitation, but in another sense, it's also a promise. And so he's promising um, that he'll draw close to you. God will draw close to you. And and it just kind of got me thinking and I just was like, you know, that, that really is the basis of, of so much of our faith, which is just this, this constant invitation by God to allow us in, to allow us to grow. Um, there's an invitation, but because of... You know, the implications of having a free will, of God giving us kind of the way we, we get to live our lives, which which is choice, we get to choose, um, then there then therefore needs to be a response. So, um, and I feel like that kind of, you know, boils down to everything we do. Um, you, it's a pattern in scripture, but it's also a pattern in our lives too. If you think about it, we come to church, we get invited to respond. Um, we, we, we hear um, a word preached, you know, it's kind of like, well... There it is again, like, do I receive and respond to the word of God mm-hmm. yeah. when it's mm-hmm. given, when it's sort of handed out to me as an invitation? I think about our worship leaders in church and they stand up there on a Sunday 
and um, you know they invite people to respond to God in worship. Yeah, and so it was just it was just kind of a cool thought, you know, and a, and a cool a cool sort of way to go down the the thinking of this message. And as I constructed it, I just thought, wow, so profound. Uh, sorry, so simple and easy to to get my head around. But it's also so profound yeah. when you think about how, the, how God allows that and makes a way for that. Yeah. I thought it was interesting because I was sitting back there thinking about it. And on the one hand, it's it definitely is like, okay, in the broadest sense of the, the, the phrase, God is inviting us in, you know, and we're just meant to respond to it. But then I thought about it even more after that. And it's it's almost like we're there once we do respond then there's kind of a burden on us to then extend invitations and like keep that cycle going. Not that mm-hmm. we could ever extend an invitation better than what mm. Jesus did, but mm. we're called to do that. And mm. it's kind of like what Pastor John talked about last week, this kind of idea of like coming and going. It's in, in the same. And I thought that was really interesting that, well, kind of awesome that you guys spoke around the kind of same thing without really even knowing it or planning mm-hmm. it, I should mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Just like once again, like you just brought some amazing practical, just like good insight on, and this is just stuff that I think personally I love and a lot of people do just like come in, you receive a word and then you actually give some really good and like helpful things on like, okay, now this is how, this is a way to go and like do mm. and go start applying some of this stuff. Yeah. You really talked about like, um, some helps and hurts mm-hmm. of proximity, like some things that can help and some mm-hmm. things that can hurt. Can we get into those again just because yep. they're solid? Yeah, um, I just thought about proximity for us as Christians, uh, as believers, and I thought, you know, I wonder what, wonder what hurts proximity. I wonder what hinders it. You know, if you think about like even, you know, Old Testament veil being between us and God, it was a hindrance between us, mm, and, yeah. you know, having proximity. So I just was like, I wonder still today, what, what are the things that hinder us from having proximity with God? Um, I think there's lots of things, lots and lots of things. Um, but I just wanted to throw in some practical ones yeah. for everyday life. Um, you know, I could have gone like, oh, well, ad- idolatry or, you know, like things like that. <laughs> yeah, start listing um, the sins. Yeah. But, but that that's sometimes I think not as helpful as like just saying, you know, helping people who... Because I'm always trying to preach to people's Mondays, right? Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I want people to to take these away and just be like, you know what, that helped me. And that was mm-hmm. just actually pretty useful for my everyday. Mm-hmm. So I had sort of helps and hurts um, when it comes to proximity. One was, you know, what helps proximity is having a solid and consistent prayer life. Um, yeah. It's simple, but it's mm-hmm. very also very practical. And I just talked about prayer in itself for just a moment about how it's just talking with God. Sort of shared from my background, I went to a, you know, private Christian school and prayer was kind of this rehearsed, read off a page, um, formal, you know, felt like I needed to wear my old school uniform with my tie done up, you know, socks pulled up kind of attitude towards talking, (laughs) you know, not talking to God. Like it wasn't like a dialogue. It was like a, you know, very formal kind of way to approach prayer. Was there fear in that you think? Like were you, were you uh, fearful of God's response? No, I just think it was probably just a lack of education. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> it was just context probably. Um, so as you said, you know, what helps is just a solid, consistent prayer life. But just remember, uh, prayer is just talking to God, communion, consistent, like dialogue, just chatting it up, you know, with God, just like 
being, you know, silent for a moment and just praying. So I said, that helps. Something that hurts is a lack of dialogue with God. So if you haven't prayed in a while, how can you then feel a proximity? Mm-hmm. How can you feel close? Um, another one was just like a helpful thing was, you know, if you want to improve your proximity to God, show up to church more. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's basic. Yeah. It's yeah. real simple, but mm-hmm. it's so true. Um, show up to church often. And I kind of use the example of like someone come up to me saying they don't feel like they hear from God. And I was like, well, maybe that's because I haven't seen you in six weeks <laughs> and you just should just show up to church more, you know, like yeah. basic, simple. I'm um, sure though, as like a lead pastor, you encounter that probably quite a bit. Yeah. And, and, and it's, and on the one hand, it's just people's journeys. And on the other hand, it's just like, you know, I do see it a lot and I just want, you know, I just want us to, to always hunger and thirst for the things of God, you know? And one of those things I think is you have to train, you have to be disciplined about it. Mm-hmm. And, but you, and, and, and I think as well, what we try to do at our church, um, you know, because I don't want to sound legalistic right now, but we just try to put the why behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, why, why show up to church every single week? Mm-hmm. So I just talk about it. Well, because when we show up to church, we're watered more often. Mm-hmm. Um, proximity is better. Yeah. Um, and our, and our lives will be better. So um, so that was one. And then I just said something that hurts um, proximity is, is having a patchy uh, uh, approach to church. doesn't help. Um, I talked about something that helps is just making a commitment to getting closer to God's Word in 2020. Um, sort of put out the challenge. Yeah. yeah. What could you... What area of the Bible could you study more this year? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't have to be a theologian or a lead pastor of a church to study God's word. Everyone can, yeah. everyone yeah. should. Um, I sort of said, you know, maybe there was a message that I preached last year or Jill preached last year and it was a passage that kind of caught your attention. Maybe this mm-hmm. is a year that you could dive into that, read it, you know, yeah, yeah, build into it. And that helps build proximity. And I said something that, you know, stops proximity or hinders it is like distraction in our world we live in a world never before has has there been this much distraction that exists for us to take up um in our lives so you know for me i know that being present in proximity to use that phrase um distraction is going to affect it you Mm -hmm. know um Mm -hmm. social media is one i have a limitation with social media each day i just don't do more than um, I have a limit, like a little alarm that goes off because it's just That's awesome, uh, yeah. proximity, you know, I, yeah. I want to, I want to have close proximity to God. It's, it's, and, and social media, there's never been a time I've, I've got done scrolling through Instagram and thought, you know what? I am closer to God. But <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, like, do you even feel closer to people when you do? Like, that's, that's my struggle with yeah. it. It's like, really I'd rather just be it, spending yeah. time with people, you know? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yep. That's awesome. Um, another thing you talked about was, and I think it was in James, or no, it was in Matthew, excuse me, um, this idea of the narrow gate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, proximity is through Jesus alone, is what you said. Yep. And I like that you you brought this up because you, you talked about universalism yep. and this idea that all roads lead to God is a very popular kind yeah. of sentiment right now, but it ha- it's not just a current sentiment. It's been around forever. Like yeah. it's some lie totally. that we've been told. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure people are going to hear you say that idea and they're going to be like, oh, it's one of those fire and brimstone, you know, whatever. But like 
this is coming from the biggest place of love, mm. you know, ever mm-hmm. is this idea of like, we, we love you wherever you are, Yeah, totally. but we're not going to shy away from this fact. So can you maybe talk about that a little bit as, as we approach it as a church? Yeah. So, um, you know, I use this, this kind of phrase, you know, the, the phrase all roads lead to Rome, but I said, you know, not all roads lead to heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we're a Christian church. And, um, you know, just kind of, there sort of comes a time where you just have to, you know, just call it what it is. Um, I love people. We love people. But we're going to love people as well as tell them the truth. And mm-hmm. and we can't ever shy away from the fact that, that it says in, in Matthew, um, you know, there's a narrow gate and many take the wide gate. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to get as many people as we can to come in the narrow gate um, or push them towards the narrow gate. Um, and I even said, you know, it's, it's, it's not a popular, that's not a popular thing to say. Mm-hmm. And universalism is super popular. Why? Because it's easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> um, and, and, it's, and all the universalism does is it just makes it easy for people, right? Yeah. Um, it just makes it easy for people because you can say things like, hey, it's cool, you know, whatever, just do what you want to do. And you'll you'll end up you know where you where you feel like you need to be, but that's kind of not what the word says. And we know right, that, yeah. like as Christians, like we're supposed to know that. Yeah. That leads to destruction. I know what that sounds like. <laughs> and those who enter by it are many, for the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Um, there's, there's some great teaching, teaching out there books that, that I like, um, titled like the hard sayings of Jesus and they're good books to read because some of the things that Jesus says are very hard to, to accept mm-hmm. sometimes, but when you understand them and study them, you realize why it's because it's just a narrow gate. Um, so I talked a lot about that. I said, look, you know, all roads may lead to Rome, but not all roads lead to heaven. Jesus is the way to heaven. He is the way, the truth and the life. And the enemy is going to try to sell you every formula possible um and every shortcut every easy sort of so you can kind of just do whatever you want and then get to heaven as well it's just sort of you know you've got to have an appreciation for jesus in Mm -hmm. this picture um when it comes to proximity so coming back to proximity it was like okay how do you ultimately have proximity to the father is through jesus and that was the point yeah Mm -hmm. so um you know I, i sort of said after i delivered the point like proximity is through jesus alone I said this, I said, I'm going to preach the truth and shame the devil. It's like one of my favorite sayings. Because <laughs> yeah. he's a liar. He's called the father of lies. And he wants people to, to not receive that truth. He wants people to stay out of church. He wants you to have, you know, stay out of church, to, to, to do whatever, whenever, and not live according to God's word. But, you know, we know because, again, Psalm 73, which is so good. It says, you know, as for me... Um, you know, but for me, uh, where is it? I want to read it so I get it right. Uh, but for me, it is good to be near God mm-hmm. and that's proximity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we want. But how do we as New Testament believers live out that Psalm of that, that verse in that Psalm mm-hmm. through Jesus. Through Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it's good to me, to, for me to be near God, that means a narrow gate, a way called Jesus and, and it is what it is. And sometimes, you know, and I'm totally fine with like, you know, people 
getting upset about that or whatever. It just doesn't really matter because it's just what the word says. Mm-hmm. And we're called to stand on the word, you know? Yeah. yeah. And we can because it's, it's, it's faithful and it's, it lasts forever. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's awesome. I think it's, you know, again, I think it's important that we aren't here at Colonial, we aren't fearful to proclaim that because it is what we're called to do. But it mm-hmm. also like, if you ever step foot in our church or ever meet anybody in our team or anything like that, you mm-hmm. know that it's coming from this place of love that is authentic mm-hmm. and it's not like there's no condemnation. There's mm-hmm. no nothing. We're like, hey, man, we're just loving you where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. But we're still trying to help you. Along. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So again, in that invitation and response idea, that's that's where we come into play. And you can you can live you you can be living any way, and if you step the step inside the doors of our church, we pray you'd be met with love, mm-hmm. but you'd also hear um, gospel centered teaching, Christ centered teaching mm-hmm. that just is what it is. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And um, and what we have a saying in our church is like if we can just get people inside in the doors, you yeah. know, we can just get them to come. Yeah. <clears throat> what we believe is that it's actually the presence of God that changes people's mm-hmm. lives. It's the truth. And, um, you know, my favorite saying as an evangelist is, you know, it's my, it's, it's God's job to judge. It's the Holy Spirit's job to convict and it's my job to love. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what, that's what we're called to do. Yeah. And so, you know, it doesn't matter how beaten up you might be or even the way you live or whatever. It's like, you're never too far gone where there's breath, there's hope. And so we, we, we're hoping for you that, you know, and so all that to say, we love you, you know, no matter where you're at. And we just pray that you'd come to church or go to, go to a life giving church where they preach Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That. yeah. Come to Jesus in some way. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So like we said, today was, uh, the start, the, the groundwork for this new proximity series. What do we have? What are we looking forward to? What's, what's coming down the line with that? Like, where are we going from here? Um, well, we're going to, um, attempt to really dive into the word and, and see what, see what the word says about this, this truth that we can, we can draw near, mm-hmm. um, we can, we can get up close to God. Um, because when you study the language, it's really cool. Um, you know, the language in, in both the Hebrew and the Greek has this, um, meaning of like, being, being able to to be so close that you can touch or you could kiss mm. and it's um I love that you kept coming back to that idea of like yeah. giving a kiss yeah. yeah yeah and it's it's such a cool thing because everyone has a different sort of you know thought I guess on what drawing near looks like but mm-hmm. the scriptures you know if you study the language it talks about like real close mm-hmm. I think you said yeah close enough to be able to hear him whisper was another way you described it yeah to be able to Loved hear the whisper yeah um, so we're going to look at just some, some of the, the scriptures that talk about this stuff. Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, I'm really excited about, um, in Ephesians, there's some really great passages where Paul encourages the church to remember that, that there was a time where, where you had no ability mm-hmm. to be close. Um, you would, you were, it's, it said outside the Commonwealth of Israel, mm-hmm. um, there was a dividing wall of hostility. That, that, that Jesus has broken down and it's really cool. So we're just going to look into that and I think just look at the way it applies to, um, to our lives. And, you know, I think specifically one area might be relationships. Cool. Um, so I think what we'll do is we'll turn it like towards God and, but also towards people because you sort of can't do either or right. It's both. And so, um, so I'm excited about that and, um, and yeah, and just, 
you know, I think it'll be probably a three or three or four week series. That's awesome. Yep. Good start to the new year. Yeah, I'm pumped on it. Year of, year of proximity, 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we go. And it's got a really cool graphic too. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see the graphic on the podcast, but, uh, uh, yeah, but tr- we, just trust us. It's cool. Yeah. Go to YouTube. You'll be able to see it. Or come to church. Or, or you just, know what? Come to church. Just come to we'll church. We'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll actually introduce I'll, you I'll to text you. the person who designed it i'll introduce you to him <laughs> yeah so so good that's awesome yeah we're really looking forward to it it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm really looking forward to it too i think this year is going to be a year of um great series in our church um we've already got like some some planning that i'm praying over at the moment some kind of big picture themes that i really feel like maybe god wants us to 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 do and um I'm just excited that we're starting here because, you know, we, we're a church who has ambition and we, we want to grow and we want to mm-hmm. see people get saved and we want to do all that stuff. Um, but we're never going to do it at the at the expense of our relationship and a devotion to God mm-hmm. and to Jesus. And so I just love it that we're kind of starting here. And, and I kind of, you know, I was like, yeah, God, this is a word, but is there something else I need to do first? Um, and I definitely did prayerfully wrestle with that Mm -hmm. but it was cool because i was just like you know what it just doesn't matter like none of that stuff matters what's Mm -hmm. the most important thing is that we just get closer to god always and so yeah we're just going to start there and um so i'm excited about the year the year of of preaching at colonial and believing for great things i know we're gonna have we've already got a ton of great speakers lined up Mm -hmm. um brendan brown next sunday night is going to be incredible and i just know because we've kind of earmarked and got people sort of organized to come this year and, and to, to pre it's just going to be a great preaching year at our church i'm excited yeah solid. i think people are going to get a lot out of it mm-hmm. and um and just grow yeah it's awesome we hope that you got something from that and it challenges you to grow please share it with someone who needs to hear it and reach out to us we'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on the message and this session until next time god bless